Unscripted. Unshackled. Uncouth. What you're about to hear is for mature ears only. It's Miguel Fuller. I would show anything. I'd show my hee-hee and my hoo-hoo oh. and my ha-ha. <laughs> Holly O'Connor. Hey, Daddy, you want to take this to the bedroom? And Scotty the Body. I am officially not only the grill daddy, but I'm a hot grill daddy. Oh, wow. It's the Miguel and Holly Uncensored Podcast. Only from Hot 101.5, Tampa Bay's new hip music. Hello, and welcome back to the podcast. Hi. How are you, Holly? My lips are chapped, but I'm good. Ooh. Oh. I forgot to go get the chapstick in the office. Oh. It's do you, fine. Do you need to go run and get it? No, it's fine. You, you want me to time you? Oh. That's what my dad would say if you had to go run time. He'd be like, I'll time you. And when I was little, I used to do it constantly <laughs> because I'd be like, yeah, I can beat it. Actually. That's, sometimes now I do. That does work for kids. Yeah. What works for I me I always now, forget, too. though, that <clears throat> that, that works. Oh, wow. Are you okay, Holly? Oh, gosh. Ooh. Oh, wow. <laughs> Probably because I have dry lips. Oh, uh, true. Like coughing um, and dry. I don't know. You got to keep yeah, them so moist. But, yeah, so if I tell Maya that she's got to go do something, she will not do it. But if I'm like, you have five seconds, and then I just go five, and she will go. Mm. And then you can sometimes have to adjust your counting. You're like, five, four. One. Th- three. Three. I'm not going to make it. Two, still on three, two, because then you, you wanted her to continue to do that. Right. Yeah. One. You uh, made it. Uh, yeah. I've always wondered. I remember there was one time, and I'm trying to remember what the threat was my mom gave me. It was one of those, oh, gosh. I didn't eat something, oh. and she was oh. like, well, we'll see about what you're going to eat next time or one of those, like, empty threats that now <laughs> as an no adult meaning. you look back and you're like, what were you really going to do? Like, yeah. What was your backup plan? So, like, when you threaten your child and you're like, if you don't eat those carrots, you ain't going to whatever or whatever the threat may be, <laughs> mm-hmm. be, do you truly not ever have, like, here's what's going to happen? Well, let me tell you this. This is actually an interesting point because I have been thinking about this a lot recently. <clears throat> Because I used to be an empty threat kind of person. When your kid is littler, you can get away with that. Yeah. Um, but what I realized, and I actually had a really good conversation about this with Drew from uh, The Bone, mm. our sister station over there, 102.5. Mm-hmm. Um, because, and we don't have kids in the same way. Like his son is a senior in high school. Right? Yeah. Okay. So totally different than my daughter being seven in second grade. Right. However, we had a really good conversation about consequent, like punishments and following through with the consequence. Yeah. And I'm not trying, I wouldn't ever like divulge his business or whatever uh, without his permission. But he basically said that he was having some struggles with his son um, in the, in this final stretch of high school. Cause his son has always been a very like, you know, they, they're pretty in sync with each other. Oh, yeah. They have a great relationship yeah. from they what do. I've seen, not just on a show and online, but just in talking with Drew. Yeah. It seems like, wow, that's you've hit the right pitch for how you should be parenting, but then also try to be relatable as best way possible while still enforcing the rules with a, a high school age kid. Well... Oh. That's what he was giving me advice because he was mm. like, you know, if you say you're going to be grounded for two weeks, but then after the weekend, you're like, you learned your lesson. Mm. He's like, I did that a lot. 
Oh. And it has bitten me in the ass. Oh, gotcha. Because what happens, and, and again, now this is the story where Drew stops, because I don't want to, like, I don't know how all that went down. We had some more of that conversation, but, and this is a general thing. When the consequences isn't followed through, it's hard for kids to learn what consequences are in real life. Mm. Ah, yes. So yes. he's having some issues with his nearly graduated son, and I think it has to do with just the existence of consequences. Right. Because he said, he's like, I fucked that up. He's right. like, I fucked it up for like years now, and it's just now biting me in the ass. So I'm telling you, get on board that consequence train, mm. which I have always been aware of, but having that conversation made me really um, take this down in my brain deep, where if I tell Maya that that if she doesn't do something, this is the consequence. And this is how my child, this is she better be a lawyer or something. Oh. Because she's like, are you threatening me? Oh. And I'm like, Seven, I'm your. I'm like, it's not a threat. I'm like, I'm not it's threatening you. I go, I'm giving you your consequence options. I'm like, if you don't do this, mm-hmm. here's what will happen. And she's Yikes. like, that's threatening me. And I'm like, no, it's not because that's what will happen. So in the past couple months, I've really made a concerted effort to be legit about my consequences and have then followed through. So I don't remember what I said, but my big thing is taking Blanky away for the night because that's like. That hits her soul. That's the ah, ultimate blow. That's, that's the, the ultimate blow. And also in the absence of like a split second, what other consequence can I come up with? That's the go-to. Right. So I'm like, listen, if you don't quit fooling around and we come over here and get your homework done by the time you go to tumble, Blanky will be gone for the night. Oh. And I've actually done it once in the last two weeks so that she knows I'm serious. And, and how it did- hurts. It hurts me so bad. But you got to do it. Right. I mean, how does she react when you, when you take Blanky away? Oh, gosh. Is it like uh, good. complete meltdown? Um, yeah, but but since I've been telling her the option of the consequence, because the day that I had to take Blanky away, um, I don't remember what was going on or something, and she didn't do it or she did do whatever she was supposed to do. I was like, okay, Blanky's gone, and done. immediately her face done. Oh, she was like, let me just let me just have one more hug. Oh, and I was like, okay, one more hug. So then I'm like watching her just put Blanky on her face. <gasps> and she's like rubbing her nose oh with it. Oh my gosh. And then she's like, I love you, Blanky. And oh. I'm like, I'm like, All right, give it to me now. <sighs> so then I had to take it and like put it up on a shelf in my room. And then when we were going to bed that night, she's like, I just, I miss touching Blanky. I can't oh. sleep. And I'm like, I know. I, me too. Let's, oh. let's not do that again. Right. That's tough. It's really, really tough. And but so, I want to make sure I follow through. And so, I mean, in that moment, like, were you, was there any thought in your head that you'd be like, all right. Just give in. Here's Blanky back. Yeah. Um, I couldn't. Especially mm. post-conversation with Drew. Right. I was like, I got I to hold firm on this. You got to stick to your guns. I do. And it's like, that's why... That's why I think punishments are so difficult. That's one of the more difficult parts of parenting. Mm-hmm. Because it can't always just be, I'm taking away Blanky. Right. So she got on, I, I'm trying to think now, and just to give you an example. So they have the color code thing, like everybody's on green for the day. You can go up or you can go down. And she ended the day on yellow twice in one week. Mm. So then I'm like, what is even the consequence for that? That can't mm. be a Blanky taken away because that's not really proportionate. So I'm right. like- I'm like, okay, if you're on yellow again tomorrow, let me let you know. But there's going to be a punishment. You're like, tomorrow I will come up with it. 
That's what the thing. So then, but as a kid, of course, that's the biggest thing in her mind. So then an hour later, she's like, so what's what's the consequence? What's what's the punishment? And I'm like, well, and I'm like, I'm not that creative. So I'm like, you won't be able to watch YouTube for the next two days. But oh. see, that's also a consequence for me because now I'm like, uh, what do? does she do if she's not watching YouTube? Right. So it's just yep. the punishment and like the thing, it's it's actually way more difficult. Than see, this is when you call Uncle Miguel to dole out punishments like I do the consequences on the show. Oh, gosh. <laughs> so I could be like, so if you're on yellow, you've got to do the Lego Walk of Fire. Oh, my, oh my gosh. From your room to the bathroom in the middle of the night. How oh you my- like that? <laughs> I should call you. I've called her dad a couple times, and then, like, and I expect him to, I don't know what, but then he'll just be like, hey, well, don't do that anymore. Knock it off. And I'm like, that's no. Like, no, no <laughs> You're missing no, the point. Not helpful. No. So yeah, I'm calling you next time. Yeah, I'll come up with something good. <laughs> but yeah, you, walk you have to follow through. Like the follow through is the most important part. And I'm really trying hard to, to keep that in mind because it's like, does she have enough consequences for the for the real world? It's so interesting parenting from back then <sighs> when we were growing up and now because like my mom well, also, I was just a different type of kid. I yeah. was just very obedient. Yeah. So she didn't have to, like, do a lot. Right. Same. I was the—and by the way, that has screwed me up. Right. So I'm very glad that my daughter is a spirited, you know, she'll come at me. Right. Because I was just, I was just like, cower in the corner. Oh, I absolutely. Was, oh, you know, the obedient one always. And so my mom really never even—I never even had to deal with punishment. No. Oh, my God. One time, this just happened last last night, I think. I was mad at Maya for something. I did something, something, something. And she was like, she likes stories. So she's like, tell me a story when you were little and you got punished. And I was like, I'm having trouble coming up with something. I was such a good kid. I really had to stop myself from being like, well, I never got in trouble because Uh, I never did anything bad. But like, that's not helpful. Right. No. So I was just like, well, one time I had to stay in my room for a few hours. I had to make it up. I don't even remember. But, but. You got to come up with something. And Miguel, you were an obedient kid. I was an obedient kid. So how in the hell do you even, as an as an obedient kid that has now grown up to a parent, right. what do you even do? I know. I mean, there was only twice, two or three times I can think of where I got in trouble. Um, there was once, and my mom and I were just talking about it as we were trying to remember what elementary school I went oh, to yeah. for like kindergarten and first grade in Denver because we don't remember. But uh, whatever school it was, I think I was in the I had to be in the second grade, possibly, where we had a three check system, I think. At home? Um, No, at school, in the class. So actually, it was four chances. Like if your name was written on the board, that was one. Mm -hmm. One check, two check, three check was bitch, you done. Like you in trouble. And I think there was just one day where and I remember there's like second grade and and beyond or below I didn't know how to control my mouth and like what I was saying and like how much I talked and then I think third grade like it clicked in my head that like maybe I need to like shut the fuck up <laughs> like I think um, that's around the age when kids get it right when you're like oh I can't just say whatever the fuck I want well second grade I guess I was just like bebopping and talking and talking and talking and so Two days in a row, I had three checks. Mm. Oh, and the my teacher God. would come to my mom's car and be like, Miss Jackson, I'm so sorry. Like Miguel one of my keeps favorite talking. stories. <laughs> I can't help it. Girl. And then that last day, it was like a Friday. She came to the car and she was like, Miss Jackson, I'm. 
mom just slapped me right in the face in front of the teacher, and the teacher was like, oh. Um, <laughs> y'all have a good weekend. Okay, bye. And my mom said that I was like great after that. Like I, all it took was just that yeah, one whack, one, one time whack. And then there was like something I did in middle school. I don't remember what it was, but I didn't do something. And so my mom was like, "You don't have any friends. You don't go anywhere. You, like, I, what do I do to punish you?" And so she was like, "That's that's what do you do?" Right, literally, because at that time I was reading Animorphs. Um, the like book series, they would come out like once a once a month, and mm-hmm. she was like, "We're not going to go get animorphs this month." Oh, and I was just like, "Okay." <gasps> what do you? What, that's the other thing. <laughs> like when your kid doesn't care. Like oh. I've done that before. I've done some, and she's like, "All right, I don't even want it." And I'm like, "But you do." <laughs> she's like, "No, I don't care." I'm like, "Dang, Dang it. it!" Yeah, yeah, no, I because I feel like if Abe and I ever had children. I would be like the Punisher. Oh God, yes. He- <laughs> yeah, you have this weird. No, because Abe has like a heart of gold. He's very nice. He's understanding. Miguel, be like, no, no, sit your ass down. No phone. No laptop. Mm-hmm. No dinner. Go downstairs. Mm-hmm. Stay there. I'll talk to you in two days. Clean the floors too, Thanks. and the dishes. Mm-hmm. Take out the trash. Mm-hmm. Get a toothbrush and out, you, clean you the baseboards. You do that silent stuff too, where it's like you just would know, you would feel the energy. And you, it, that part is more uncomfortable than any other consequence. You just know. Yeah, but some kids don't pick up on well, it. Well, yeah, like, no. Like, clearly, you're a person that would pick up on it. I am 100% a person that would. Miguel would. I don't know that my kid always is. Although, sometimes, she'll pick up on stuff that's not necessarily there. Mm. Or maybe it's just stuff that I don't even realize. Because we'll be driving home, and she'll be like, why are you mad? Uh-huh. I'm like, I'm not mad. And she's like, mm, you look mad. Mm. And I then I'm like, it. I'm, I, I'm not mad. I smell I'm it. I'm not mad at you. I don't know if I got a face on. Bruh. So it's just pa- like parenting is so crazy. Y'all need to have Maya one day. Is she a crazy bitch. We were <laughs> we were supposed to do that last year. <laughs> that was before the and world then... fell apart. <laughs> like remember, I I think I have the pictures and the files when we had a like spring summer of 2020 meeting. Yes. Where we like planned out all these bits and events that we wanted to do for the spring. Yeah. And then March 13th, 2020, everything just changed. It sure enough did. Everything was just like dashed. But yeah, that was on our plan is that we were going to like take her for a day and like get audio and yeah. be like, here's Scott and Miguel, like taking care of Maya one afternoon. <laughs> yeah. And then everything and then just That stopped. didn't work out. Yeah. Anyway. So here we are. Um, I, oh gosh, there was something else I wanted to say about that topic before we moved on. Oh, the kid, on. like the parenting. Topic. And- oh yeah. How were you punished, Scott, as a child? Mm-hmm. Well, it's interesting because I wasn't necessarily an obedient kid, but I was always a good kid, but I always pushed the limits. Mm -hmm. And so it is hard to tell because my parents, you know, when we talk about consequences, they didn't really live through the consequence necessarily. You know, like I remember like every now and then I'd get like, quote unquote, grounded. I wouldn't get grounded. It would be like, okay, you're not grounded. But like I'm looking about and like it hasn't affected me now, luckily. But again, my parents were so good at like just sitting down and talking to me about stuff. Because, like, the things that I would do, whether it's, like, I had a talking back problem, like, when I was young. Mm. And I guess I just, I was just so scared of my dad. Like, <laughs> like how, it, when you say talking back, if if he was like, Scott, go to your room and don't come out until dinner time. I'd be, I I might just say something under my breath or something, like, just some oh, kind of like, crap. Just Whatever fuck you do. Yeah, exactly. And be like, what, what'd you just say? And that would just scare the shit out of me. I would be so terrified because my dad... <laughs> Yeah, what my ass, like not literally, but That's he was a, a big 
big, strong dude, very, you know, very uh, authoritative. Yeah, he's very good at that. And so it was, I never really got punished, but there was one time I think I was a little older. I was probably like 13 or 14, and I talked back to my dad. And this image just always will live in my head where it's like I just pushed the limit. I guess I just pushed him over the edge. And he literally started, like, chasing my ass, like, around <laughs> inside the house. At first, I thought it was a joke. And I was oh. like, ah, ha, ha, running away from my dad. And I <laughs> fell on the couch. And he straight up just punched me in the leg and gave me a dead leg. And I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> wow. My dad just whopped me. He said, I ain't playing today. Yeah, right? literally. Like, I'm not playing <laughs> oh, with you. Oh, Jesus. But, you know, I think other things, like, growing up, you know, we always had cell phones. So, like... I would have my cell phone taken away, or I'd have to sit in my room for a little bit. Mm. But I didn't really do anything that was horrible, except for the other podcast where we talked about I got caught drinking and all that bananas. But I used to get in trouble in school a little bit for, you know, either just talking too much, being a class clown. That was me. That's all of us. Every one of us radio people got in trouble in school for Mm. talking too much. Gosh, yeah. Luckily, though, I straightened out pretty quick. Like, I only had a couple rough years where it was like fifth to eighth grade. Where I was like kind of just a punk. Yeah. And then I straightened out. And so eventually I was just kind of like a good kid. I didn't just, really get in any trouble. I'm so curious. Like, how does that happen? How do kids just straighten out one I day? I don't know. Because right. I'd like to know it and be prepared for it for my kid. Like, I, I <laughs> just, it's so difficult parenting. And she's not like scared of me. Although I, I have to watch my shit sometimes because I will scream. Like, mm. I'll yell. Yelling oh, is my, my thing. Because my mom yeah. was a big then. yeller. And so it just, it's one of those things. If you're unconsciously parenting, you just do what your parents did. Right. But her dad always threatens to give her a whooping. And so she's legit scared of him. Mm. Then, so I, the what I do as, because in our house, ain't no spankings happening. Like, we're yeah. not, I'm not hitting her and whatever. We, I already made that decision, which he and I butted heads about when we were still married. Um, but he threatens to, to whoop her butt all the time. Never does. And mm. and sometimes I would never do this because I, as a co-parent, you respect your co-parent and you have to, like, be one for your kids. But every now and then, like, for some reason, if he, like, has gotten under my skin or for whatever reason, Maya's like, well, Daddy, you whoop me. And I want to be like, has he ever? Uh. But I'm like, no. I don't. Yeah. No, no question. Let me pull the wool from over your eyes, girl. No, it I'm ain't like, going to happen. I need her to believe that he will because right. then I can use him as my punishment. Because uh. then what happens is, like, whatever it was, she got a really bad, she had a really bad day in school. I'm like, I don't. You know what? We're going to call dad. And immediately tears. Don't call dad. I'm like, no, Mm. now we're calling dad because now we both have to be involved. And so that's her trigger point. She don't want me to call him because he'll give her a whooping. And I'm like, nobody getting whoopings. I'm like, I'd like to see him give her a whooping. I don't think he could do it. Right. No, I mean, I do remember one time my mom, when we moved to Denver, the guy she was dating um, that we lived with for a while, he had a son and a daughter, um, Xavier and... Oh, God, I can't remember what her name was. And she was like my sister for a little bit. Devony. That was her okay. name. Devony. Okay. I was like, oh, my gosh, I should remember that. But um, uh, Xavier was like around my age, but like a year younger. And so him and I would like get into stuff out in the neighborhood. But he was a little badder than I was because my mom, because of Miss Angela Jackson, I was always like, I will mind my P's and Q's. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And I remember there was one time, I don't remember, my mom probably remembers the story better, but we did something bad where I did have a mouth on me, and so oh, yeah. I like you made me mad. Then I'd like use all these words that I've heard my mom say that I didn't oh, know what they I meant. Oh, I bet they were all the words too. Oh, they were all of it, girl. Just blah, 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 blah. 
Well, somebody's parent heard me say that. They uh, heard Xavier and I just cussing up a storm. Oh, boy. And so then they went to my mom and they were like, "This, let me tell you what they've been saying outside. My mom was like pissed. So then she was like, y'all go sit in your rooms and wait until homeboy gets home and he's going to deal with y'all. And I don't think I have ever in my entire life dreaded, like there was, it probably was like maybe 30 minutes, but it felt like five hours. Yeah. You're just sitting in the room on the bed, just like waiting for him to get home to see Uh, like what punishment is going to be doled out. And then I remember like as a child being like, Jesus, please let my mom forget what happened and that she doesn't tell Miles what we did. And then you, like, hear the car pull up. You hear the door open. Oh, God. And then you hear my mom be like, well, let me tell you what happened. Oh, and oh then, yeah. Oh, it was the worst. But I don't remember if we got a, a whooping or not, because I think I only got whooped, like, once or twice in my life. <laughs> and I don't remember if it happened then. But I do remember Xavier, because he was badder than I was. He used to get whoopings all the time, and I'd be like, you stupid bitch. <laughs> <laughs> That's like, I would. I only got spanked once, and it was, once was it for me. Once mm. was enough. Yes. And that, maybe that's why I never did anything. I don't know. Maybe Maya should get whooped once. Oh, gosh. It's just that one time it sticks know. with them. It does. Yeah. I, had that. I still remember the story. Oh, yeah. But anyway, so yeah, it's just weird. Parenting a kid and hoping to God that you're doing the right thing yeah. for her. You know what I mean? Like, right. I feel like when our parents were coming up, they had no idea that you have to parent differently to each kid. Yeah. Or, or, like, no. think about the child in the process at all because no. they weren't there yet in, in history. You know no. what I mean? No. So, it's only something recent where we're like, all right, well, let's figure out how you learn. Right. How do you adjust? How do you listen to things? Mm-hmm. Like, I feel like if I were to grow up with this generation, I would be an entirely different person. I think we all would. Yeah, because we'd be more in touch with ourselves. I probably would have come out sooner than I did. I would have learned that I'd learn things differently than the old, like, you know, sit in a classroom, they talk at you, you're supposed to memorize, not truly understand the material. You just memorize, and then you just spit it out on a multiple-choice test, yes. and then you move on to the next grade. And that's uh, not even how kids learn nowadays, no. but that's still how schools work. Yes. Right. Schools right. are, like, this is controversial probably, but schools are just basically meant to keep you in line. Right. No, it's true. Like, just keep kids in line. They're right. going to teach you some stuff in not the best way that kids learn it, and then teach you how to obey society. Well, and that's the unfortunate part is one of my friends uh, that works in the college arena is that, like, most teachers want to change how they teach and the methods that they teach. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But they're so – they have their hands tied because they have to teach to the test, and they've got to teach (sighs) this material Ah. this way. And they're at the mercy of the school district. Right, and And usually it's the people that don't understand teaching at all that make the decisions, and so the teachers are like, ah – Clearly, my kid here doesn't understand when I'm like, we're going to memorize our multiple choice or our uh, multiplication tables. And, like, my little dumbass, like, couldn't me- remember anything to save my life. Yeah. And then you're now telling me I've got to remember, you know, the uh, ones through the 20s about how to do multiplication tables. And I couldn't. My why, brain why was like. I think I still have trouble? Like this, I'm just telling you, and maybe this is boring. I don't know. I apologize if it is. But like the common core math that they're doing now that everybody, every adult hates, I actually think it's really smart Mm. because it teaches you how to learn. Right. And I'm learning stuff with it. Like, Mm -hmm. do you know, 
do you know? And I don't. I don't remember doing this in second grade. Oh. They're le- they're starting to learn multiplication right now. Mm. In second grade, she's seven. Mm. Like, I feel like we were just learning fractions. Fractions? No, fractions? no, no, not fractions, not fractions. Um, I mean, she's been working on addition, subtraction, memorizing like the easy, like the you know. Seven plus two, and sometimes she's like using her fingers all the time. But I'm maybe like division in the second grade or third grade, maybe or something like no, that. No, division, division comes after multiplication. Yeah. Wait, you? It, I mean, I just didn't know it was multiplication in second grade. Like, I, I, I thought it we had until at least third grade for that. Yeah, I think I did third. But grade. they've been doing addition and subtraction for most of the year, I and mean. geometry, which I'm great at that, and it nice. looks like Maya is doing well at that too. And but then she came home this week with a paper, and it gives you. Um, like little little icons of a kitty. So there's a kitty, 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 da, 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 da. So they have, uh, where is it? And our, our uh, if you're listening to the podcast, we post it on the Miguel and Holly YouTube channel. Right. Okay, so what is that you have up? So it's like, uh, it's three rows of three dots. Okay. It's three, three across, three, three rows and three columns uh-huh. of dots. So you can see it's like a square of nine dots. Mm. So then they ask you how many rows, there's three, how many columns, there's three of each dot, mm-hmm. you know, three and three. And then it's like you whittle that down to three times three, and then you can visibly see that there's nine. So uh. they count that there's nine, and they make it fun with cats. And then so it, that was like the very first stepping into multiplication. Mm, so she's like, visualize. she's like, okay, so three, you start with three and then you add three more and add three more. And so she got nine. And I'm like, yes, but also look at this and see that there's nine. I'm just like blown away by how they do it. And I'm like, I think that she has a way better chance of understanding this than I ever did. Oh, absolutely. Uh, I mean, just you showing that, I'm like, oh, okay, that makes sense. I mean, because I remember distinctly, when we were learning, and I don't even know how to, like, say this, but, like, this is maybe kindergarten, first grade. I just remember in the classroom, they had, like, one, two, three on, like, these plastic things. And, like, each, like, on on the one mm-hmm. where, like, the, you know how the one, it's, if you don't just do, like, a straight down line, but it has, like, the down thing right there. Um, like the little... You swoop up and then the one? uh Uh-huh. Like, right there, they would put, like, eyeballs right there. And they would be like, that's one. Yeah. And then with the two, there was, like, two, there was, like, two eyes. Yeah. When, at the top of the two. Okay. And so, like, in my mind, I would always visualize those eyes to know, like, one, two, three, four, five. But, like, that stuck with me from, like, first or second grade. Yeah. Because it was visual. Yeah. And then once they Most got past that. Are. Yeah. And then once they got past that, and they were just, like, two times three. And I was like, what? What is this? I don't understand. Yeah. So that would have made, like, perfect sense to have that. And then let me tell you, when I really did learn is when the teacher would um, order pizza. Oh. Incentive. And then they'd be like, so when we have one slice of pizza, and then I'd be like, I understand. You're like, oh, if we could use food every time. When do we get this? That'd be great. This one to get this? That would, Maya would do that with candy. I need to get some Skittles out. Mm, that sounds so good. Mm-hmm. Well, this is going to be a little short of a podcast because we got a big game weekend in front of us. The uh, Super Bowl is here. The Bucks. The Bucks like, are playing. I just want to really want to take stock of this historic moment. You it's really should. Crazy. You should soak up this moment because that's it's just it's literally insane that this is happening. Yeah. 
One of my, my friends is in town and said that Tampa <laughs> I like, is oh, buzzing. I thought you were going to take stock of it. I was like, oh, you're going to have no. like a grand speech? No, I'm just, I want to this weekend, I mean. Ah, yes, that's what I'm saying. Gotcha, gotcha, yeah. gotcha. Yeah, and like we don't really feel it here like in St. Pete necessarily because, you know, we got separated by the bay, mm-hmm. the actual oh, the bay. Tampa Bay. Um, But I have heard that if you're in downtown Tampa, it's just like it's buzzing. Oh, yeah. If you go down, there's stuff on like every single building. I went out to a restaurant over there and like you see everything just set up it's super cool so yeah you definitely get more of the feel but that's why i was literally (laughs) i went downstairs or upstairs yesterday and i was like all right miguel we have to have a serious conversation like what are we doing for the you know what are we doing for the super bowl have you not planned it yet miguel well it's just you know usually i guess this is where i was like this is interesting because miguel usually puts on these grand events you know that i never get to go to and now i'm finally here and i'm like this is gonna be so great i'm like what are we doing he's like i don't know a couple people come over and kind of just chill i'm like gosh damn I thought something cool was happening, but I mean, I'll just, I mean, what did you expect? Like, I, I was gonna now, have like, I'm finally I mean, here to hang out with everyone. Maybe I don't know some cool food. I listen, don't since, some streamers. No, since the pandemic, we have not thrown any grand parties. Because I know there's only like the two couples we hang out with, and then the one <laughs> single person, and then that's it. And so, like, we're gonna have food. The football game will be on. That's why when you were like, "What are we doing?" I'm like. There will be food, and the football game will be on, and that'll be it. Well, I forgot, but if y'all want to come where I'm hanging out, y'all are welcome, but it sounds like you got it on lockdown. Yeah, I mean, well, everyone just assumes that, like, usually, like, we have this thing with our little group of friends that, like, during these seasons when it's cold, Mm -hmm. everyone will come over to our house to do it, and then as soon as it gets, like, really hot, we go over to our friend's house that has the pool and the hot tub, and so everyone was like, oh, we're going to Miguel and Abe's, and I was like, all right, cool, I'll cook up some, uh, some chicken. And y'all bring some dips. So, I like, I'm not sure what you were expecting. I like, don't know. You just always get on my case for not doing stuff with y'all. And I'm like, here I am. I'm ready to party. I mean, I, I have. you need to bring the party. Yeah, no, I am. It's me. I mean, this is your, okay. This is your expertise. Like, this is your thing. Like, I, I listen, I will provide your house. the Buffalo things. But you're the football person. Well, yeah, I'm going to be watching the game for sure, and I'll yell like I did last time. Well, you need to make something. If you want to truly— I'm going to make some meatballs. Okay, well, then make the meatballs. Do you know how you're going to do it? No, I have no idea, but I'm going to tell you. Like, I've been getting on the crock pot. I'm going to work up that crock pot. I'm going to go on the recipe. What, rachelray.com? I'm sure that's a thing. And I'm going to look up a recipe for some meatballs. Oh, dear. Okay. What do you mean? This is going to be fantastic. You know what I actually was thinking? I'm actually in a place where, like, it, do you slowly become an adult when, like, you want to start cooking stuff for people? Because now I'm like, oh, maybe I want to cook stuff for other people. It's a good foray. You know what I just realized we did when I was living in Findlay and had started my first full-time job? And it took a couple of years because I was the first new person there in a long time. Mm-hmm. And then over, like, that year, I remember it was um, Chad started working there. And then Liz came on as an intern, and eventually we hired her. And Ben, who was part-time, was part of the circle. And so the four of us, and there was an occasional fifth, and I don't even, there must not have been. There was the four of us. We were, like, all single, all just, you know, hanging out in Finley. So we would, on Sunday nights, do um, Sunday night dinners where we all, we took turns at each other's apartments and would home cook a meal. And we were like, look at us being grown-ups. So, yeah, we would do that. So I think that is indeed the first foray into adulthood. You you cook something from scratch and you provide it to others. Mm-hmm. <sighs> but it is kind of nerve-wracking because I feel like it's going to taste like garbage and I'm going to get judged. But you know what? I'm just excited because I've learned how to use a crock there pot. There has to be a judgment-free zone for the youngins. Yeah, I'll, I'll be trying. You, the, the, I think there is this really cool, uh, like, 
keto buffalo turkey meatballs. I'm down. Tell I, me I how I to found. do it. Um, I'll I'll send it to you, and so that can be your responsibility. That would. I'll make it happen. That would be my contribution for the big game day. And and this is what I do for whenever we have, like, our pandemic shindigs that aren't shindigs, just the same people coming over. It is literally me being like, all right, I'm making this main dish, this side dish. Derek's going to bring the salad. Uh, These people are going to bring the bread. This person's going to bring the wine. And then that's it. Now, when we're out of the pandemic and we have bigger uh, parties again, then you will see us pull out the uh, the big guns. But then also we're paying for a wedding. Um, like we just had to drop $400 on <gasps> something this week. And I was like, that, oh, and That's man. just one little drip in the just bucket. The, like I, I almost went the cheap route. I was like, I don't, do we really, do we really need this? And Abe was like, you the one that researched it and found it, so we going to do it. Yeah. And I was like, mm. oh, that's a lot of money. Yeah. So that's why I'm like. Y'all gonna have to pick up the slack. That's fine. I just want people to come over, have a good time, be there, celebrate, cheer, get loud and rowdy. Sorry, this is. I'm gonna jump in with this at the last second. Are you bringing one of these young ladies over for the big game? Oh yeah, Yeah, I think so. Hey, she can Uh, bring something. mm Mm-hmm. What's she gonna bring? She can't just bring her herself and eat my food. She could bring BYOB. She mm-hmm. could bring your drink. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. You know, figure that out on the side. You know. I'm just curious. I was just curious. That's good. Have her bring some wings. Okay, that's thought- kind of a lot to ask someone to bring. Like, no, just go to Publix like- and get and get the little wings. Oh, the little basket I thought of wings. like because the wings are like a main course. I'm like, you're asking her to bring like a main thing. No, 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 no. Just bring some wings. Like a little, a little Publix. Yeah, hot just, and ready or hot whatever. And, hot and fresh. Okay. Hot and ready. Just tell her to bring some wings. It'll Something will get brought. Yeah, for sure. I just want the environment to be fun, and you know. It'll That's, be fun. Yeah. Everyone will just be looking at you being super intense watching the game. So Yes. No, I'll, this is, like, uh, I don't think I've been this invested in a Super Bowl in, like, oh, it's, probably ever, ever. Me neither. Me neither. Like, because, this is really cool. Because I've never, ever had a team that I've been anywhere close to even, like, liking that yeah, much. Yeah, exactly. It was always about the Super Bowl halftime show for me. Mm. So this is a whole new, literally whole new ball game. Ah, uh, get it. Ball game. I don't know. I'm I'm tired. I know. Sorry. let's go. No, it's fine. It's we're it's done. Uh hi Scott, what's your social media? At Scott Tavlin, S C O T T T A V L I N. Holly. Radio Holly on TikTok, Twitter, Instagram, and Clubhouse. Oh yeah, girl. Come on, Clubhouse. Have you dug into it yet, Holly? I literally tinkled around a little bit. I accidentally joined our old coach, mentor, whatever, Angela in a room and I was oh. like I don't know what I'm doing here. And I quietly exited because I don't understand it yet. Oh, yeah. I don't know. If you don't know, there's this new app, social media app, that's based on audio. And I'm just getting used to, like, the, um, uh, what do you call it, the interface of I, it. That's what I was going to say, too. I don't. Yeah. It, I'm very confused. Like, I've actually looked up articles about how to navigate yeah. Clubhouse. Um, so yeah, so I'm on Clubhouse as well. Miguel Fuller. Don't know how to use it yet. No, I don't have any idea. Um, but I'm also on Twitter, Instagram, Miguel Fuller. Uh, and make sure to leave us a rating and review when you listen on any of the major podcast platforms that helps us out. And if you want uh, some Miguel and Holly stickers, you can always send me an email with your address. Miguel at hot1015tampabay.com. Go Bucks! Go Bucks!
Catch up with the previous episodes of the Miguel and Holly Uncensored Podcast from Hot 101.5. Just hit up the Hot 101.5 app, Spotify, and Apple Podcasts. Search Miguel and Holly Uncensored. Uncensored.